הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנע עפר קדוש שמשבח את סמא ובחד רבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסודו למנחת נובע מקור חוכמה, רבנו נחמן פגי בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן מיומן. זכותם תגן עלינו לכל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, today we start with section 9 of תורה ד' אבל ליקוטי מוהרן תניאנה. where we left off we talked about the idea of the מצח הנחש, the forehead of the snake, which is the root of all, which is where all these wise men who put all of their faith in nature, to even call it faith is not even faith, but they put all of their belief in nature that everything that is governed in the world, everything that occurs in the world is because of the realm of nature, um, versus the metzach haratzon, which is what we call the, the brow of ratzon, of will, or the forehead of will, which is where the root of all the ratzonot, which is the root of all the ratzonot, it's the source of where all the ratzonot, all the wills gather in the world. Um, and we talked about this last class and all the nuances of both of these um, places, both of these levels. So, starting with section Tet, Tzedakah is beneficial for this. It's effective. That through charity, we are able to rectify and elevate the blemished um, and fallen days and uh, the intellect of those wise, those elderly men who have long days that aren't proper. Basically, Tzedakah is able to rectify all the blemished da'at, all the blemished, um, uh, the blemished minds and the blemished days of all those elderly people, which we said it is from, um, that the Metzach Anachash, the forehead of the snake, derives all of his nourishment from those elderly people who don't better themselves, who don't at da'at and k'tusha every single day. And um, yeah, it's from those people. But Rabbeinu saying Tzedakah is able to rectify those people. Bifkinat is brought down. Uh, sorry, that it's from those people that the fallen days and da'at of those elderly people who aren't proper, it's from them that the forehead of the snake derives all his nourishment from. Bifkinat is brought down into Kohelet chapter 11. Shalach lachmechal pinayamayim. Send your bread upon the face of the waters. Ki berov hayamim timta'enu. Um, because after many days, you will find it. So what does this mean? That what is um, sending the bread upon the face of the water? This we know is tzedakah. Um, we know that this is the aspect of tzedakah. And what about tzedakah? Sorry. Um, that we find the strength of tzedakah within the berov hayamim after many days. Meaning, what is berov hayamim? Those people who have long days. Because what are we saying? That tzedakah is able to rectify those elderly people that have long days, but don't add that, don't add consciousness, don't add holiness into their days. And this is why it says in the verse, Send your bread upon the face of the waters. Meaning that you shall give charity. And the verse is guaranteeing, it's promising us. That the, that the loss in which you gave the money that, to spread out uh, to charity, that loss that you incur, you will regain and you will find after many days. Meaning it's going to help rectify those people who have long days. After many days, meaning those people who have long, long days, who live to a very old age, 
but don't add Ketusha. Because through charity we're able to rectify the blemished and fallen consciousness of those um, elderly people that is from those elderly people that the forehead of the snake derives sustenance. And by giving charity what we do is we essentially take out all the nourishment and all the vitality of this forehead of the snake. Which is the wisdom of nature, which we talked about. And we're able to give strength back to the forehead of will. Because as we talked about at the first section of this lesson, that the essential act of the serv- or the service of giving charity is what we said in the aspect of what is written in the verse, that Hashem commanded the ravens to feed Eliyahu. Meaning, to break that cruelty. Because the raven is a cruel animal. Meaning that which we need to do at the beginning. Which is to break our cruelty. And to turn it and overturn it into compassion. And from this aspect of charity. When you break your cruelty. And you decide to give. Even though it is not in your nature to give. But you're deciding to do it because of because of compassion. We give strength to the will that we talked that we're talking about. Because it's brought down in the Gemara Sanhedrin, page thirty-nine. Because from the very forest itself, itself, sorry, from the forest itself comes the axe, the naga, the axe. So what does this mean? Meaning by the fact that you yourself are um, overturning and overpowering your cruelty, which is in your nature, and you're turning your nature, which is cruel, into compassion. Through this, we, we turn all that anger and vexation into raton favor, which is what we talked about. From the forest itself comes the axe. Meaning, just, be, just as you did the same thing, which is what? Meaning, you... Yourself turned your cruelty into Rahmanut. So we will do the same thing and turn that rogez, that vexation, into raton. And therefore, when we subdue the forehead of the snake and we reveal that forehead of will, then we're able to subdue and to make fall. We're able to bring down the sounds and the voices of all those wild animals, meaning those people who put all their belief in nature and I will be able to listen and uh, the sound of the calling of Yom Tov of the festivals will be heard because this is the, the revelation of God's divine will and then after when this will is brought into revelation as we saw above in the lesson we create fear we said that fear is the vessel to accept this chesed this kindness and when that chesed is brought down and it, there's an influx of chesed in the world then we don't need to do any sort of work or labor as we talked about because then we'll fulfill the verse that the foreigner shall stand and uh, shepherd your sheep and you shall be called the priests of God as we said above because once that chesed comes down, then all the work will be done for us. But Rabbeinu is teaching us that this entire structure of the way this lesson works is all built on one, one act. One simple act. And it's a very difficult act. And it's the opening of all the acts. And what is it? It's charity. Rabbeinu is saying all of the, what we just talked about in all this lesson up until now is all done through charity. 
נמצא שתועלת הצגה גדול מאוד, we see that the, the, that the way charity is able to affect good things, or the benefit of charity is very great. ועל כן, and therefore, כשרצה יעקב לעשות רצון בעשיו, therefore when יעקב wanted to gain favor from עשיו, his brother, אמר, he said, ולקחת מנחתי מידי, accept my offering מידי from my hand, כי על כן ראיתי לפניך כראות בין אלוקים. Because I've seen your face, just like a person who sees the face of the divine. And you were favorably inclined toward me. So let's see what, when Rabbeinu, uh, sorry, when Yaakov um, gives gifts to Esav, his brother, to gain favor from him. Um, let's see. Ki gam ma shenonin kachavim. Because that too which a person gives to the Gentiles, when a person gives charity to the Gentiles, this too is an aspect of charity. As the Chachamim say in the Gemara Baba Vatcha, What is Noksaich? Are those people who are taskmasters. They will be and your taskmasters, Tzaka will be charity. God will make these taskmasters charity. What does that mean? As it's brought down in Yeshaya chapter 60. By the way, so over there in the Gemara, it explains how this verse teaches us that giving to the non-Jews as well is also considered charity. And through Tzedakah, Rabbi is teaching us, through Tzedakah, we will be able to gain Ratzon. We gain uh we, we create raton, we create favor and divine will. So now let's explain what Yaakov Avinu was doing. This is why Yaakov said to Esav, take um, or accept my offering from my hand. Meaning, accept my charity. Those people who present offerings of charity, of tzedakah. So first off, if you look at Magishe, it comes from the word Venu. It has the same root as Venoksaich, those task matters, masters. And uh, Magishe in this verse in Malachi um, represents and symbolizes the aspect of charity. So you see over there, with regard to the Gemara, Venoksaich also has the connotation with Tzedakah. That's first. But look where Rabenu takes this. That Mincha in this verse is the same Mincha that we're referencing with regard to Yaakov. When Yaakov tells Esav to accept his gift, his Mincha, those who are presenters of gifts, of tzedakah, meaning those gifts are charity. So Yaakov is saying that when I'm presenting my gift to you, it's an aspect of charity, as we see from Malachi. And with, because of this charity that Yaakov is giving it, uh, Esav, what does he say in the verse? Because therefore, because, because if you accept that charity from my hand, I have seen your face just as one might see the face of God. What does that mean? Um, sorry, I skipped. Meaning just like seeing the face of God. Because as we say in Dvarim, chapter 16, as we saw earlier in the lesson, that um, three times in the year we have to go each and every male has to go up to Yerushalayim and see the face of God. Meaning, what is the face of God? It represents Danu Yamim Tovim, the festivals. That's when we see the face of Hashem. 
through the festivals you reveal that raton. And what Rabbeinu just explained at the beginning of the last section, in section 9, at, sorry, at the end of the last section, in the last line, that um, how we reveal Ratzon through the Yamim Tovim is all done through one act, which is charity, that charity is able to reveal God's Ratzon, or divine favor, or favor in general. So what, Yaakov, what Rabbeinu is trying to explain in the context of Yaakov Avinu is that he's saying that Kmochen, the same is true. That what Yaakov was telling Esav is basically accept my mincha, my gift, which is charity. And then I'll see your face just like I see the face of God. Meaning what? When you accept that charity, I'll gain favor. And if I gain favor, Yaakov will gain favor through that charity. And this is why it says, And you will favor me. And you were favorably inclined toward me. As we said above. Because by the fact that Yisav accepted that charity. Esav, uh, Yaakov uh, found favor in Esav's eyes. Because by the fact, or because of the fact that that gift and charity that uh, that uh, Yaakov gave Esav was literally charity. God will make your taskmaster's charity, meaning the taskmaster in this case is Esav. And... Um, that it became an aspect of charity. We see that when Yaakov gave that charity to Esav and Esav accepted it, what happened as a result of this is that God's supernal will was revealed in the world. Because this supernal will is revealed through charity. And from that supernal will, which was aroused up there, that devoluted and descended down and became and manifested in this world as this lower Ratzon, which became present in Esav. That that supernal Ratzon, which, which was revealed in the world, then devoluted and descended and descended and descended to the point where that turned into the Ratzon of Esav. That Esav now found favor in Yaakov's eyes. Why? Because Yaakov aroused that supernal Ratzon. And that is the awesome connection how Rabbeinu explains this story with Yaakov and why Yaakov gave gifts to Esav. Because through charity, we find Ratzon. We find favor. And this is, the same, this is true. This is the aspect of the war between David and Goliath. Because we saw earlier in this lesson that Goliath wanted to show everyone, to prove to everyone with his wisdoms, that everything is governed by nature. Because the essential strength and nourishment of Goliath was from the forehead of the snake. As we saw, that um, grieves of copper upon his feet. With regard to Goliath. What is Mitzchat Nechoshet? It's Metzach Anachash. And what is Raglav? It's Sibot. It's Sibotai, as we saw. That meaning all the methods and the reasoning in this world and why everything occurs in this manner, instead of believing that it was from God, that, that God is the reason for why everything occurs in this world, that the cause of everything is inev- uh, is the in- inev- in- inevitability of nature. Sorry, it's a hard word to pronounce. Inevitability. That that nature's natural course is what caused it. And that belief, when a person believes that everything is governed by nature, and the way nature decides to do so, that the way nature inevitably works is going to cause this thing. When a person believes in that, then he is tied to the forehead of the snake. As we see with Goliath, that Goliath was the wise man that stems from this wisdom. And therefore, 
What does it say? Cheref ma'achot elokim chayim. As it brought down in Shmuel Aleph over there. Cheref ma'achot. What's cheref? He defied ma'achot elokim chayim, the battalions of uh, the living God. That Goliath, he fought war against those armies of those who fought for God. Why ma'achot? Ma'achot, which means battalions. Because Rabban was playing around with the words now. Because what was Goliath doing? What was he doing? He, he, he wanted to show everyone that everything was according to the ma'arechet, the alignment of, of Hashemaim, of uh, the constellations, meaning everything is governed by nature. According to how nature runs its course, God forbid. But David, he was a man of valor. As it's brought down in Shemur Aleph chapter 16. And David Amelech stood up against Goliath and he said, And he told Goliath, There is already a story like this before. What is the story? So look, let's see. Rabbeinu is going to take apart the story and explain how this is in the entire argument and the fight between David and Goliath that this was the real war that was happening. Look at the sword Rabbeinu was teaching us. Came the lion and the bear. What are these? What did the lion and the bear represent? What are these lion and, and bear? These are wild, the wild animals that we mentioned above that claw and try to toref and tear apart the people from our nation. These are the wise men of nature, what we talked about, those people who put all their reliance on nature. Came the lion and the bear and carried uh, carried it or the sheep away from the flock. Carried the sheep away from the flock. What did that mean? Uh, what is Header, the flock? Rabban was saying that this is a reference to the Header Agamur, meaning from the absolute nothingness. Meaning they removed it and carried away the sheep from the Heder Agamur. This place which we call Heder Agamur, where everything is lacking there. There's Heder, it's, it's empty. Meaning that they are, what are you doing? They're, what are they doing? That these wild animals, these Chokhmat these these people like Goliath, they are denying and they're being heretical and saying that that um, they're denying the fact that God created everything according to His will after absolute nothingness. Meaning that everything that came, that God created, came from absolute nothingness, from nothing into something. Ex nihilo. They just believe that everything is according to nature, that nature always existed and will always exist. But that um, there wasn't a time when nature didn't have this this role, that God created nature. They don't believe that. And I went out, what did it say over there that David Amenach is saying? And I went after it. And I went out after it. And I hid it. Meaning that I, David Amenach, this, the Chacham Dikdusha, who stands at the Metzachachaton, is overcoming, overpowering this these wild animals and subduing it. And David the Man is saying, I subdued it and I and I I brought him down. But he raised up himself against me. 
he, he rose up over me. Meaning afterwards, after I subdued him, he got more strength against me again. And I grabbed it by the beard. Meaning I understood now. What's the Zekano? It's the beard, but we're going to see how it's different. Meaning David Amelach saying, I understood. That I understood that this person's strength. This person who has all this strength from the Metzach Hanach, it gets all the strength from the Metzach Hanachash, the forehead of the snake. And where did the forehead of the snake receive all the strength from? From those elderly people of the generation who are not fitting, who aren't proper, who aren't upright. Meaning I held on to the beard. Meaning not the beard, but I held on to that part. Meaning I grabbed onto the place where he grabs all his sustenance from the not the beard, but but the, the elderly people of the generation. I understood that this is where he get all, gets all his strength. And I hit it and I killed it. Meaning that I subdued and I lowered these um, philosophers of nature, these wild animals, through the fact that I held his beard. Meaning what? In the root of where they receive all their sustenance. And therefore, um, and that the plishti shall be like one of them. That the pelishtim shall be like one of them. Um, or the, this plishti. Like Goliath. Ki hu gamken because Goliath was also from this aspect, literally. That his entire strength was received from the forehead of the snake. As we saw in the verse, these greaves of copper. Therefore, he too is like those people. Just like I did that before. I too will do it again now and subdue him and make him fall. And this is why it's written over there that David Amelech um, sunk the stone that he threw into the brow of Goliath. Meaning the forehead of the snake. How did he subdue it? Through what, what sto- What's the stone represent? At the brother of Mishleh chapter 11, what's the stone? Even that God's ratzon is a perfect stone. A perfect stone is his ratzon. Meaning, how did he subdue the metzach anachash? That he sunk the stone into the metzach of the nachash? What did he do? Through what? Even the stone. What is the stone? It's his ratzon. Even shlema ratzono. A perfect stone is God's ratzon. Meaning what? He subdued it through the ratzon. The metzach ratzon. Bechinat ratzon. Can you say that we saw with regard to the divine ratzon? And this is why Yishai, David's father, warned his son David when going over there. As we see in verse 18 over there, in Shmuel uh, Aleph, in that chapter that we talked about. Chapter 17, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that Yishai warns David and tells him, And redeem their pledges. What does that mean? Zebchinat Arubatam, their pledges. Zebchinat Orev. This represents Arubatam, comes the word Orev, Raven. Zebchinat Staka, meaning what? Charity. 
meaning give charity. Because the essential service of giving charity is in the aspect of that raven. Meaning, give it in the aspect of overturning that cruelty, just like the raven is cruel, but now he's going to feed Eliyahu. Same thing is true with you. Do the same. Because through charity, you're literally able to take that vitality from the forehead of the snake, which receives its vitality from those elderly people. And Rabbeinu tells us that even when we subdue and we refute the wisdoms of those philosophers of nature and we bring them down, if that revelation of divine will is not too strong, is not strong enough, isn't powerful, meaning that there's still some sort of doubt within that raton, meaning that there's still people that can say, ah, it's still nature, etc., etc. When we don't subdue nature completely to the point when there's no doubt in Raton, that we don't bring down this revelation with complete purity and complete clarity, with strong clarity, that everything is governed by God's will. Even though we see in that scenario where the wisdom, where those wise men who put everything under nature even though we see that they're subdued, because the raton isn't strong enough, we give capability, God forbid. There's still capability to that forehead of the snake, to the, those philosophers of nature, that they can be awakened and return back to their initial strength. And again, we need to do the same thing, which is the strength of charity. Because tzedakah, charity, constantly stands as a benefit and stands against this forehead of the snake. Always. Every single time it rises up, we have to subdue it with tzedakah. So we see the amazing advice Rebbe was telling us about tzedakah and how charity is um, the source of both of these stories with um Yaakov and Esav, and with um, David and Goliath, and how charity is the thing, is the act which propelled them to gain favor and to win the war. Baruch Hashem, that's it for today. And next class, we'll start with uh, the story that is brought down in Baba Batcha, page 74b, about Rav Yudua Hindua. Rav Yudua Hindua, a beautiful story um, that we're going to see. Bezrat Hashem.